This is the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. Live Initiated. All right. Welcome back to the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. First episode of 2022. This is Chris Pick, and you are listening to episode 010. You need competition. Happy New Year. Now let's talk about how we're going to get the most out of it, and that is with competition. We are going to up our competitive level this year. Competition is important. Competition is a challenge to overcome or friction that is needed to drive growth. Competition does a lot of great things for us. It teaches us discipline through practice and putting in work to succeed, to overcome the opposition, to beat our opponent. It drives action. The threat of losing pushes us to train. Losing isn't fun. Winning is way better. And in order to win, you need to put in the work to beat your opponent. It drives action. It teaches us how to win and how to lose and how to practice modesty, humbleness, and respect. When a competitor wins, they practice modesty because they know that on any given day, the results could have been reversed and they could have been the loser in this bout. Humbleness in losing because you lost. You may be lost because you were unprepared or less prepared than your opponent. You may have performed poorly on that given day. Either case, the loser is prompted to go back to the drawing board, put a new plan together, and work to come back and be the victor in the next bout. Competition drives a mutual respect between opponents. On the field of competition, uh, both, both opponents are coming in with a product that they have developed over many hours of work, and the competition is the field on which they show their skills and show what they've built. And because of that, there's a mutual respect between the opponents. Both opponents knows the work that the other opponent has put in in order to come to this competition ready to compete. So why am I talking about competition? Think about this. When you were younger, if you were anything like me, competition was all around you. If you played sports, that was obvious. At recess in elementary school, Maybe you played kickball or any other sport. There was competition there. Maybe less obvious was the social competition. Uh, I think everyone can share the experience of wanting to be liked and wanting to have friends and be cool and caring what other people thought about you. Um, As you've grown, you've probably let go of some of that. But when you were a kid, um, again, if you're anything like me, the stakes were pretty high. Everybody was fighting for their cool points. The point is is that competition was inherent to -to day-to-day life when at least I was younger. But as people grow, many lose their competitive edge. That inherent competition is not a part of life anymore. Not many people play competitive sports when they get to college and even less play competitive sports once they're out of college. They stop worrying about being popular. As you mature, being cool and being liked by other people is not as important to you. You start entering into serious relationships, and that takes you out of the the dating game and competing in that social arena. The point is, is that as you grow, there are less opportunities for you to compete unless you go out and seek them. And that lack of competition manifests itself in many of the problems that I see in society today. The overweight issue and people being overweight and obese and people being lazy and undriven 
overconsumption of media and food, that can all be driven back to a lack of competition. And that's what we're going to talk about on this podcast. The lack of competition also manifests itself in this idea that people need to be held accountable to drive action. When you compete and the stakes are high enough that it, that it matters, that losing is uncomfortable and not an acceptable outcome, you don't need to be held accountable by anybody else to go and take action, to show up, to put in the work, to practice. That threat of losing, that threat of being bested on a competitive field is enough to make you drive action and to show up and practice discipline. So our lack of competition and the fact that as you grow, these are not inherent to your day-to-day life and you have to actively go out and seek competition. You have to create opportunities to compete. What I see in society is a withdrawal from competition. Not only are we not going out and seeking competition as a society, we're withdrawing from it. We're choosing not to participate in competition. I see this in the acceptance of unfavorable situations and compromise. People choosing not to compete, not to better their situation, not to take action, and instead just move the goalpost closer to where they are, to rewrite the rules of their situation to better fit the situation that they're in. I don't see the drive from larger society as a whole to go out and achieve. I see them choosing comfort. I see society choosing to sit on the couch and watch TV and not better themselves and drive themselves to take action and get to that next level. Instead, people are empowered to change the rules and attack the achievers and avoid the discomfort that comes with the realization that they are not going out and achieving. A general lack of drive from losing that competitive fire. That competitive fire that burned within you when you were younger, or at least burned within me when I was younger, um, needs to be stoked. You need to go out and find those opportunities to compete. In high school, I played soccer and I stopped playing when I got to college, but I kept that competitive edge alive by powerlifting. I found weightlifting when I was in college and uh, what started off as a competition with myself to fill out my t-shirts. I wanted to gain a little weight, gain some muscle, uh, soon turned into competitive powerlifting. And I competed in a handful of meets over the years and trained with a, a small group of guys that also competed in powerlifting. And that competitive fire was alive in, in all of us that that lifted together, that were training together. We all showed up ready to put in the work, ready to better ourselves, ready to lift more weight. And we pushed ourselves. We all fed off that, that competitive environment. And we all got better as a result. We all attacked our weaknesses. We all pointed out to each other uh, what we saw in each other's lifts. And we attacked those weaknesses. We built them up until they were strengths. And that's all the great stuff that comes from competition and that development, that friction needed to go create change and go put in the work. That's that's what I'm talking about. That that drive to to 
go identify what needs work and then go working on it until it doesn't need work anymore. And then you go and find the next thing that needs work and you work on that till that doesn't work anymore. And then you step in to the competitive arena. You step on the powerlifting platform and you set a PR. You you squat a weight that was at one point inconceivable to you. When I first started lifting weights, there was no way I thought I would ever be touching over 500 pounds on a squat, but I did it. I did it because I showed up and I competed and I bettered myself and I trained and I put in the hard work. And without that competitive fire, I probably wouldn't have done that. If I had allowed myself to lose that sense of competition and that sense of wanting to put in hard work, I never would have done that. There's a good chance I wouldn't be making this podcast right now and building the business that I'm building if I had lost that competitive fire. If I didn't if I didn't create that sense of competition and want to do something different, I would have been in the same boat that much of society's in where I would have just accepted the situation I found myself in. I would have kept working a job that wasn't wasn't gelling with me and wasn't doing it for me anymore, but that paid the bills. I took a risk. I took a chance on myself because I am a competitor, because I want to win. So that's that's how I squatted the weights I squatted. That's how I deadlifted what I deadlifted. Uh, that's that's how I'm able and and willing to put in the work that's required to put out this podcast, to write for the Beard Report, to do what I'm doing in a business sense. Creating your own business is a sense of competition in and of itself. You aren't necessarily in competition with other businesses directly, though there is always that that business competition. But the biggest the biggest challenge, the biggest competition a business has is the challenges that face a business. So with that aside done, so what qualifies as competition? When you get older, it's not necessarily baseball or football anymore. Um, You can find competition anywhere. There's infinite possibilities or infinite ways that you can compete. But all competition requires three things. The first being the stakes need to be high enough to matter. There needs to be some threat of losing. There needs to be stakes. There ne- you need to have skin in the game in order to qualify as competition. Competition needs to take place on a stage, whether that's on a field, in an arena. Um, it needs to be on display. There, there needs to be two parties, two sides coming into a common arena to compete. And there needs to be a winner. If there is no winner, there is no competition. If there's no opportunity to win, there is no competition. I remember when I was growing up, I played indoor soccer, and there was this one particular game where my team was winning by quite a bit. I think we were up by 10 or 15 goals. And a parent from the other team started to mess with the scoreboard. They didn't like that the scoreboard was showing what the score was, and they wanted to protect their, their kid that was on the opposing team from feeling bad. So they, they started to mess with the scoreboard. They started to show the scores incorrectly, and it turned into a huge production. Everybody took notice. Everybody knew what was going on. They saw that the scoreboard was being manipulated, and eventually this parent um, was, was seen. They were you know covert at the beginning, 
nobody knew what was going on, but as they kept fixing the scoreboard and this parent would go over and change it, uh, it became it became obvious whose parent it was. And I still wonder whether or not that parent thought they were really helping. And the more of a spectacle this became and the more everybody figured out whose parent was messing with the scoreboard, I, I, I can't imagine that that kid felt better because their parent was messing the score messing with the scoreboard. I think that kid missed out on on a lesson or maybe learned a different lesson, but society needs to bring back winners. I I hear stories about, you know, kids today that are playing sports that where they don't keep score. So they're they're engaging in a competitive game whether it's soccer or football or baseball, but the the team in the league isn't isn't keeping score. So there can't be winners and losers. You you can't have a competition if there's no winner. It competition requires that there be stakes, that not everybody can win. That that's is what the that that's what drives competitors to train and to show up to the competition ready to compete. They want that victory. They want that feeling, that fulfillment that comes along with doing the work and being the best on the field of competition. I think the direction that society is going in where we have eradicated losing and we discredited winning, we've in some cases looked upon the winners with disgust because we don't like the thought that somebody had to lose for another person to win. I think this is hurting society. I think this is stunting progress. I think people are not pushing themselves to achieve and to better themselves because of what society's outlook on competition has become. Competition used to be that reason to work hard. It used to be that reason that you put in long hours or put in the sweat, the blood, the tears to better yourself and better your game. Everyone cannot win. That's just the truth of life. Not everybody can win. And pushing that narrative out there that everybody can win and nobody has to lose is damaging. Now, there are going to be some people out there that will continue to say that competition is bad. And they may say that competition is bad because it brings out the worst of people. And to those people, I say competition only brings out the worst of poor competitors. True competitors, good competitors, practice that respect and practice that humbleness in both winning and losing. True competitors respect the integrity of the competition. They accept their wins and their losses with grace. Competition brings out the worst of poor competitors. Poor competitors are those that try to manipulate the game or try to manipulate the rules or cheat or or try to sabotage the competition. These are not good competitors. Society needs to realize that everything that we have as a society, everything that we enjoy, every invention, every betterment that we have is a result of competition. Without competition, without that friction, there would not be a reason for people to push forward and to innovate and to do new things and to achieve new things. We need to stop demonizing competition and we need to embrace competition. 
you need to increase how you engage in competition because that's how you're going to win 2022. That's how you're going to accomplish the goals that you've set for yourself. You need to compete in the competitive arena because you need that friction, that drive, that discipline that's going to make you achieve, that's going to make you put in the work. So for 2022, I want you all to find more competition. I want you to experience that that real tangible fulfillment that comes with putting in hard work, entering into the arena of competition, and both winning and losing. I want you to learn the lessons that come along with your losses, and I want you to I want you to take those lessons back and work on them and better yourself and strengthen your game so that you can come back and win. And I want you to experience your wins. I want you to experience the 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 effect that winning has on you and feel that energy and triumph. I want everybody to go back and put in the work and do what they need to do to bring their best into the arena of competition, whatever arena that is that you choose to compete in. I appreciate you listening. Until next time, this is Chris. If you like what I'm putting out, you can check out more at thebeardreport.com or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at thebeardreport on Twitter and at the underscore beardreport on Instagram. We're going to have weekly podcast episodes, so come back for that. You can also sign up to my newsletter. You can find the link to my newsletter sign up on my Twitter page or on thebeardreport.com.